still treat your last offense like your first offense, you haven't grown up in life. Let me tell you something. Live long enough and you're going to bleed. Live long enough and you're going to see a lot of things that you never thought you were going to see. But all of it serves a purpose. All of it works for your own good. All of it is part of you and you are part of it. And as believers, we must understand that God has everything under control. And those who serve the Lord will see the flourishing of the blessings of God. God had a divine will over the life of Joseph. He had a divine plan. In other words, he had a legal declaration over his life. Many of you who come to church have yet to figure this out. The reason why you're here is because God brought you here. Are you hearing me? Not because someone invited you. There was a divine day that God selected to get your attention, to help you understand that your salvation shouldn't be taken for granted. In other words, you should live every day with gratitude and thanksgiving because you don't know when it's your last day on this earth. Are you hearing me, church? Many of us right now are stuck with what's going on in the political realm, what's going on in the spiritual realm, what's going on in the physical realm. But in all reality, the question is, where are you in the midst of this? Many of you are saying, Pastor, I'm just waiting for the stores to fully open and operate. Pastor, I'm just waiting for life to get back to normal. Let me give you the report. Life will never be normal after Corona. And matter of fact, get ready for the aftermath. You know why? Because Christ is coming back. Cristo viene pronto. No gastes el tiempo. No gastes el tiempo. No juegues con tu salvación. I don't know why I'm saying this, but God has put it in my spirit right now. Do not play with your salvation. It's not time to play games. Los días de jugar la iglesia se acabó. The days of playing church are over. Because God's going to get your attention The easy way or the hard way. Now here's Joseph. A series of events have taken place over his life. A dream that he had turned into a nightmare. But in the midst of all these events that have taken over his life, he has developed the character of God in his life. For 13 years, after being sold into slavery, after being betrayed, after being lied on, for 13 years, God began to form him. God began to build him. And God began to transform him. You know what I love about trials and tribulations? That it transforms you into a new person. You see, if you don't adjust with your situation... You will always be stuck to your situation. I don't even argue with people anymore. It takes too much effort. You know the, the, the easy arguments we used to get into when we were growing up and when we were youth? You know, especially if you grew up in a Spanish home, they will always put the sugar in the salt container, in the salt, and in the sugar container. And people will come over, and even though the container says sugar, you know it wasn't sugar, it was salt. And you will tell them, I know it says sugar, but it's not sugar, you're in my house. It's salt, but, but in reality, we'll try it out. Why is this coffee so so-so? 
because you didn't listen. We do things in reverse in our home. But as you get older, you, you tell people, yeah, just learn on your own. You get tired of that. Why? Because you figured out that life is not about others. Life is more bigger than what you think it is. And if we waste time on baseless, lifeless arguments, we will never get anywhere. Try, try, stop trying to convince others that God exists. Convince yourself that God exists. Because others will see God in you if you focus more on God. Are you hearing me, church? So everywhere Joseph went, God was with him. They saw God in him. That's a clear indication that Joseph had a relationship with God. The reason why people don't see God in you is because you abandoned God in the place you met him. You need to take God with you everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. Not only to your job, not only to, to church, but to your home. What home? Here, your heart. Here, here. Put God here. Put God here. Stop putting God in other people and start putting God in you. We're putting our hopes on a presidential election to see if life will change. It's not going to change. It's not going to get any better because if it does, then this book is a lie. And the Bible is not a lie. It's the true life, uh, the word of God. And the Bible says that times of trouble will come. The writings are on the wall. And we must understand that we play a role in that. But the real question is, where are we in the midst of all of this? So Joseph is sold into slavery. His dream turns into a nightmare. And all of a sudden, Joseph finds himself in favor, even though he's in a strange land. Many of you are in strange lands, in strange environments. But the favor, the mercy of God is there with you. I was sharing with my spiritual daughter earlier today that I have learned throughout the years to cooperate with my enemies. I cooperate with my haters. The more they hate on me, the more publicity they give me. The more free advertisement. I mean, you don't have nothing else better to talk about, but you talk about me. I must be special. I reverse psychology on people that want to come against me because I don't have time to feed on people who don't mean well for me. And many of us fall into that web, constantly believing the lies of the enemy. Let me tell you something. At the end of the day, you're you. And no one else is going to be like you. And if you continue to live a lie based on others' perception of you, you are a prisoner of your own ignorance. Are you hearing me? So we draw on from the life and the events that took part in the life of Joseph. According to the Bible, the life of Joseph is told in the book of Genesis chapter 37 through 50. And we're going to draw from his testaments based on statements and facts and documents that are documented in the Bible of the story of Joseph. According to Genesis chapter 37 verse 1 through 5, he was hated by his brothers. Let me tell you something. Your biggest enemy will always be in your inner circle. Los que no van a creer en ti son los que viven contigo. The ones that live with you are the ones that don't believe in you. 
Trust me, that is a life's lesson. I know it's hard. It's tough to hear that. But let me tell you, I have witnessed that more in my family growing up versus in the outside world. I had strangers treat me better than my family. Am I the only one? Can we say amen? Now the process begins at home. Everything that you will ever become, 80% of it will be influenced by your childhood. So don't tell me that you don't know where you're going. It begins somewhere. Amen? Number two. According to Genesis chapter 37 verse 10. After he told the dream to his brothers and his father, his father rebuked him. No one can hurt you more than the ones who are closest to you. He was rebuked by his own father. Rebuke. It hurts when your own flesh and blood doesn't approve of you. But there's a reason for that. You see, if my mom applauded everything I did in life and everything that I stood for, I would have never learned anything. And matter of fact, she did me a favor. When she told me, you want to go and dream? You want to go do you? Go, 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 go. And later on, I, I, I finally understood what she meant. There are things right now that people are telling you that you don't want to accept. But let me tell you something. It's destined for you to accept it in the future. Because whatever you don't learn here, whatever you don't learn in 2020, you're going to learn in 2021. 2022. I hear people about this year, and it's fine. You could feel however you want to feel about 2020. You could say that 2020, it, 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 it's a year of new beginning. It was a year of experience. It was a year of this, a year of that, a year of this, that the year sucked. I understand it. But let me tell you something. I learned something in 2020. And you know what I learned? That isolation is good. Isolation is good. Why? Because it allows you to find you. Sometimes we're so busy that we lose sight of who we are. And God has to allow certain events to take place so we can shut down, regroup, and get it together. Because before you blink, you'll be gone. I'll be gone. And everything you once knew will be gone. So stop putting too much time and effort into the things that are going to pass on this earth. Amen? Number three. According to Genesis chapter 37, verse 23 to 24, he was assaulted by his brothers. Check this out. His own flesh and blood wounded him. Now, many of you feel like you have been attacked because of a comment that someone made or someone not following or hanging out with you no more. But but when someone assaults you that's close to you, that cuts in deep. I don't care how you see that. And then according to the same scripture, after they attacked him, they threw him into a pit. They had no water. And then they had the nerves to eat a meal. And you still upset about the lady that forgot to put sugar in your cup of coffee. See why God can't use you? See why God can't? Because you allow pity, insignificant offenses to steal your character, to steal your peace, 
to steal your joy. And here's a young boy at the age of 17 being beat up by his 10 ugly brothers. Ugly. Why do I say ugly? Because it takes an ugly person to want to beat up their own flesh and blood. That's in the Bible. And you are offended because the pastor forgot your name? You're not going to come to church because you were not properly greeted? You're not going to go to Walmart because they don't have bags or they're selling you bags? For real? Life is more than offenses. Life is about lessons. The more experience and the more we learn, the more we're qualified. The less we learn, the less experience and the unqualified we are. If you want God to use you, if you want God to promote you, if you want to become that man, that woman that God has called you to be, you need to step it up. You need to learn how to grow up. Are you hearing me, church? Number four, according to Genesis chapter 37, verse 24 through 25, they sold him into slavery. They took this young man away from his father, away from his land, away from his mother, away from everything he knew, and they sold him into slavery, into a pair of Ishmaelites caravan that was walking by that bought this man, and now he's in a strange land far away from everyone. And the Bible says, That God was with him. (laughs) God is with you. In everything that you're going through. You just don't know it. Because you ain't seeing it. From that point of view. You're just seeing the offense. You're just seeing the hurt. You're giving into the pain. Rather into the celebration. Because whatever cannot break you. Will make you. Are you hearing me? So if people are talking about you, if people are selling you out, if people are giving up on you, if people are unfriending you, whatever the case might be, at the end of a day, if it's God's will, it's for your own good. Now, don't get that at the age of 70. Get it now while you're still young. I never want to be that person sitting on a recliner, sitting in a chair, wishing that I can go back and make sense out of things that didn't make sense to me. No, I want to live my best and I want to live it now. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying, church? Number five, according to Genesis chapter 39, verse 11 through 19, he was accused by Potiphar's wife. I want to I hang there for a little bit. Because I'm going I'm to show you something about accusations. Okay? Here's a desperate housewife. A cougar. You could Google that on your own time. The Bible said that she had long eyes. I wonder. She had telescope eyes. She was like, oh, que rico. Que papi. That's, that's, that's what the Bible said. Don't look at me weird. That's what the Bible says. I'm just bringing it into a way that you could understand. Because some of y'all come to church all serious, all holy. But y'all be cussing? God reveals everything. I don't, but I know you. some of y'all. But anyways. And she was looking at him. 
The Bible says that she was trying to tempt them every time she got a chance. Now, let me tell you something about temptation. Temptation will always make you settle for less than what God intended for you. Can, can I say that again? Temptation will make you settle for less than what God intended for you to have. Don't give in. Run. Run for the hills. Now, instead of him getting upset and arguing, it was her word versus his word. His word had no value. He was a slave. He was a Hebrew. So he knew that not even Johnny Cochran, if he was alive, or Kardashian, or any of these popular lawyers of today, was able to bail him out. He trusted in God. He didn't trust in man. He said, okay, I got accused. Okay, fine. Throw me in jail. I, I, I mean, it's her word against mine. And, and, and this is something that, that I want you to understand. Never get upset when people falsely accuse you of anything that you didn't commit. I get accused. And sometimes I, I look at the accusation, I go, amen. Seriously? 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 Amen. I don't have time for that. My reputation speaks for itself. If you didn't believe me now, what makes you think that you're going to believe me tomorrow? Do you think I have all the time and the energy for that? No. Jesus cru got crucified, died and resurrected, and there's people today that don't believe that. One day they will. I hope it's not in hell. But hell is real. We live in a society today, especially here in America, where people assume, insinuate, and prematurely accuse people without facts. You want to hear something funny? America has more lawyers than any other country in the world. To be exact, about 1.3 million lawyers. 40 million lawsuits a year in all 50 states. 40 million. A nice guy like Will Smith gets sued about 15 times a year. Yes, a nice guy like Will Smith. So if I get accused of something, hell. <laughs> I don't have time for that. You did this, you did that. Believe whatever you want to believe. I know me. Obviously, you don't know me. Because you don't believe in me. And sometimes we feed into that. We're living in a country where people sue people just for looking at them a certain way. And we're not learning that in our own country, God is, is allowing us to experience this so that we can be mature and we can be superior and we could succeed. But instead, we feed into it. That's a tragedy. It's a tragedy, but it's a reality. Amen? God is so good. Give him a round of applause. Now, why do I say this? I say this because I don't want to stress it enough. Let me tell you something. What's for you will come to you. And what's not for you will not come to you. So stop buying in. To other people's perception of you. Be you. Be who God created you to be. People try to change you. So that they could benefit for their own. 
I remember when I was a kid, a dollar meant the world. I used to get side jobs for a dollar. All I thought about was hard candy. All I thought about was the lemon heads, the Boston beans. I used to go to the petty candy store like a millionaire. I used to go with my pesito that I earned after three hours of shoveling snow. Now the kids of today's generation, the millenniums, <laughs> they don't even know how to fry new huevo. They don't even... <laughs> the nerves. They got the nerves to demand stuff they ain't even earning. You know what frightened me the other day? When someone noticed that I bought a new wallet. My own daughter, she threw her under the bus. I didn't mention name. Said, Dad, you got a new wallet? I said, Oh! I said, Se the mundo. The world's ending. How is it possible that you know that I bought a new wallet? I didn't even tell you I bought a new wallet. The generation of today, they got long eyes. They're like, I want that PS4, but I ain't shoveling nothing. I ain't clean. Let me tell you something. It's a tragedy. Even though we laugh, it is a tragedy because there's no one being held accountable. Accountability goes a long way. I will take that dollar and I will stretch that dollar like Washington really went up that mountain and stood up there. I made sure I got my full change back, you know, my pennies, my quarters. I made sure kids now, they just give out money and they don't even ask for change. Not me, man. The, the, what I gave you has to match what the receipt says. So I want my change back. I went the other day, they ran out of change at the store and they're talking about, oh, we, we can't give you your six cents. I said, well, I'm going to be waiting here for my six cents all day. They're my six cents. Now, if I go with the attitude, that's fine. Let me tell you something. If I didn't have the six cents, would they sell me the product? Think about that. Think about that. But it's easy how we give things away. Now, that talks volumes about your character. Why? Because God is entrusting you with something. And you don't even show. You're like, okay, many of you don't even know where your money is. I remember when we used to go clubbing. The women didn't carry purses, they didn't carry, they, they didn't carry no jackets on, but that money was right in their bra, stuff in there. <laughs> y'all, oh my God, man. Y'all, y'all been saved, sanctified, glorified, y'all never been to no club, y'all never, act now, nah, please. Man, I wish God could expose everybody and they pass in this place. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Give God a round of applause. <laughs> Genesis chapter 40, verse 23rd, also accounts how a butler forgot about him. Two years in jail. He's in this prison. God blesses him, gives him favor. Allows him to interpret the dreams of others. All he says to the butler is, remember that when you are restored to your position, remember me. Isn't it funny 
how people forget about you when you were there for I was thinking when I was growing up that my mom always made sure that I always had something to eat, even if she wasn't at home. And the generation of today take their parents for granted. One day you're going to wish you had your parents. Respect and honor your parents. Trust me, I have to mentally prepare myself when I go to see my mom because she'll tell me the same joke. And before she even completes the sentence, she's already laughing. So I have to pretend like I'm laughing with her. It's not funny if you're explaining the joke. Am I right, Dave? If I have to explain the joke, it's not funny. But that's my mom. But I know one day, she's not going to be here. So I enjoy her as much as I can. Let me tell you something. It's not about the people that forgot about you. It's about the people you forgot about. Reverse it. Reverse it. Because we go into the presence of God. They forgot about me. They didn't invite me to the birthday party. Let me tell you something. If people don't invite you to a birthday party, a party, you're saving money. Amen. 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 They didn't invite me to the party. And then they got the nurse to post it on Facebook. Hey, man, good. Oh, my God, that's $25 I didn't have to spend. I'm going to throw me a party. And I'm going to invite myself to the party. <laughs> I'm going to throw my own pictures. And I'm going to do like they're doing in the NBA and all these places. I'm going to put fake pictures of people on my screen. <laughs> I say, all these people came to my party. Everybody came to my party. Even Shayan came to my party. <laughs> I have a photo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, all the filters now with the iPhone, I filter myself. <laughs> oh, you forgot. You missed it. You missed my party. Everybody was there. Look, I'm cropped to somebody that wasn't even there. <laughs> Give God a round of applause. He's so good. Amen. So the butler forgets about him. Say this with me. Everything serves a purpose. Sometimes in life, it's not by coincidence or by accident that people forget about you. It's the divine appointment of God. If you are promoted before your time, you will lose sight of what God has given you. Let us be mature and understand that time serves a purpose. That no matter what we're going through in life, it means something. So if you're not growing, if you're not stretching, if you're not expanding, maybe you have to do some real soul searching. God, thank you for the next two years in my life of process. You see, it, it, it's, it, it's funny how we tell God, God bless us, God keep us, God be there, God this, God that, 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 that. But in all reality, what good is it if God blesses us if we don't treasure the blessing? We don't treasure the blessing. Like many of us have more than others, but we don't see it that way. Let me tell you something. After you get what you want to get, Two days later, the new one's coming out. Trust me, I waited a long time 
to get a PlayStation 4. And the 5 just came out. But I'm playing the 4. And if you come to my house, I'm going to play you on 4. Amen? I got an iPhone 7. There's 12 right now. If you do the math, I'm five behind, but I'm good. Mine's is painful. Hello, somebody. I gotta have the new, I gotta have, no, you don't. You gotta have yourself first before you have anything else. Because if you believe that material things are gonna make you happy, let me tell you something. They will corrode, they will get old, they will break down, they will not work the same, and one day there will be an attack sale. And the people who are going to buy it from you are going to argue with you because you priced it at $10. They want it for free. And then you're going to remember how you stood in New York City waiting in a line to get a phone. And you were running down the street because you got a new phone. And now your phone ain't even worth 10 But look how much time you wasted. People are like, Pastor, you doing Black Friday? No. Standing in no line for no VCR. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Rewind, fast forward, DVD. <laughs> you could tell I had a VCR. Anyways, I'm from the 80s. I'm old school. Right, Tony? We're from the 80s. Tony's looking at me. Brother, I'm older than you. What you mean 80s? He was like, I got a jacket that's older than you. I got ties that are older than you, brother. I got quality stuff. Tony has said, I ain't got no pleather. I got crocodile skin jacket, brother. What you talking about? You better be careful when you mention my name. Tony Sunshine, I love you. <laughs> Amen. Number seven. According to Genesis chapter 41, verse 37, God rewarded him for everything. Let me tell you something. After you've gone through something in life, according to the will of God, he will reward you. Only God can do you like he can. Stop waiting for people to acknowledge and recognize who you are. Let God do that. We waste so much time, so much effort trying to prove ourselves to others. But in all reality, the only one that can approve of you is you. It's you, not others. You. That's why I'm very thankful and grateful for everything God has given me. You hear people that be like, oh, I wouldn't buy that car. I wouldn't wear that. That's you, boo. Not me. That, I'm fine with my elbow patches. I'm still greasing them up with, with some Vaseline. I'm good. They ain't ashy like they used to be. But sometimes we, we put too much time and effort worrying about what other people think of us. Now, there's good criticism and there's also destructive criticism. Be careful. Learn how to discern each because before you know it, you'll be somebody's zombie. You'll be living for someone that doesn't even appreciate you. Amen? So here we are, 13 years. Look at what 13 years of him being a slave add up to. It adds up to 4,745 days. It adds up to 113,000 hours. 880 to be exact, of years that gone by. Now, the reason why I bring this up, because my question to you today is, how long are you going to continue in your dilemma? There's a season that you got to walk into your victory. 
There is a season for you to celebrate. But if every year it's the worst and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, I would ask this question. What are you doing? No one likes you. No one's there for you. No, what, are, what are you doing that is causing that? Let's be real. You see, I cooperate with my enemies. I see my enemies coming from miles away. And I cooperate with them. I had somebody the other day that was coming at me. And, I, and, the, and the Holy Spirit said, buy them a Dunkin' Donuts car. I bought them a Dunkin' Donuts car. You should have seen their face. It's like all of their plans just fell. It just felt like, oh, for all, oh, 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 thank you. Oh, it's like I intercepted from them the hidden agenda. Now, imagine me sitting there. Oh, yeah, I know where you're coming from. I'm off. Let me tell you something. Stop beefing with people. Leave people alone, man. Why are you taking everything personal? Always going around beefing. You, you ever met Christians that oh, that's all they do is beef? They, they all, they, and, I, and I use that word beef because it's a relevant word that they use. They're always looking for trouble. Everybody's against them. Nobody likes them. People park next to them and hit their car and, or they forgot. To, it, let me tell you something. You're some total of you because I make my life easier. You see, I used to play that game. I used to be the one that used to get blamed for putting the last uh, gallon of milk in the refrigerator with no milk in it. So I stopped doing that. I started hiding my own milk. Got my own little refrigerator. Now I'm just making that up. <laughs> so y'all like, y'all for real? Pastor's like that? No, nah, it's not like that. But what I'm saying is that there are things in your life that you could alleviate yourself from them. If, if people want to continue doing what they want to do, let it be. Let it be. Stop forcing people. Stop beefing with people. You know, they, they want, oh, no, no, let them be. Life in itself will serve a purpose and show them something. Amen? So, when we have a victim attitude mentality, when we are easily offended, we're, we're upset, when we're angry, and we don't grow up, God cannot use us. So, if Joseph was a slave for 13 years, then he gets promoted to be the second in charge of all Egypt that at the time was the, 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 the best empire or the greatest empire of its time. If God entrusted him with a chair there, why is God not entrusting you with stuff? Now the question is, what are you doing that you're not gaining God's trust? Are you easily getting offended when God reveals stuff to you about other people that they've been doing to you? See, God sometimes doesn't reveal stuff to us because he's saving us from us. Because he knows that we'll catch a case. We will start beating up everybody. If you don't want God to reveal to you what's going on, then, then be still. But if you want God to reveal it to you, then grow up. Because some of the things that God's going to show you, they, they might hurt you, but they will remind you how faithful he is because he has been keeping you through that. Amen? God is so good. Everything happens for a reason. Keep that in mind. And everything that you go through in life serves a purpose. Life is full of lessons. You learn, you grow, and you pass it on. Let me tell you something. You want to leave a legacy in your life? Be an example. Be a role model to your kids, to the people that live with you. Look at Joseph's attitude. After he summoned his brothers, he tells his brothers, don't weep, don't cry, because everything you did to me, God intended it for good. You see these shows on TV, the people's court, 
they fighting and arguing over, how are you going to take somebody to court for $100? Is it that serious? I see some of these cases, people suing each other for $200, for $300. And I'm thinking to myself, and then you have the nerves to go on TV and don't even dress well. I see this lady, I don't know if it's real, I don't know if it's make-believe, but she's talking to the judge like she's talking to somebody from the street. The judge got to dismiss the case because she ain't even right. And then she got the nerves to go in the hallway and roll her eyes. And I'm looking at all that and I'm saying to myself, seriously, you just made a fool out of yourself over $300? Man, let it go. If it's going to cost you to be away from me for $300, I'll give you $600. But people argue and fight over nothing. Let me tell you something. When I gave my life to God, he restored everything that the enemy took from me. And you know what was something very crucial that the enemy took from me was time time. I used to be in all kinds of arguments. I used to be involved in all kinds of fights. I had to have the last word. Especially when I was growing up with my brother. Oh man, they, we didn't have the rewind button. We didn't have the fast forward button. We didn't have the DVR. We didn't, we didn't have none of that. So if we saw something, we will defend it to the point of fighting. No, that's not what he said. No, that's not what she said. No, no. And, and, and we will get into fights and scuffles. Now, I think about that. I'm like, dang, man, was I that ignorant? But imagine me at the age of 40, still wanted to beat some of y'all up because y'all didn't say amen to the preaching. Yo, I'm going to stand at the door for real. When Maria comes, I'm going to clobber her with the word. When, when I see Jolanda, I'm going to clobber her with the word for real because they ain't saying amen. And I want to know what's up. I sit, in, I stand in that door sometimes, and, and I want to cry. People come up to me, Pastor, you were preaching about me? I was like, what the heck are you talking about? Like, do I really have time to preach? I don't really care what's going on in your life. That's between you and God and whoever else, not me. I had a lady a couple years ago talking about, Pastor, what you would say? That I'm cursed because I don't, I don't tithe? I said, lady, I don't even know if you tithe. I'm not even in the committee of the treasury department. She was like, oh, you're not? I said, no, I'm not. Then why did you say that? I said, because I'm yellow, you say. Hola, Lisa, you see, mira aquí. I think your name is, oh. <laughs> Let us be on our feet if we're physically able, amen. For those who are watching, God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to the Resurrection Center. You can find us on TRC413 on all social media platforms and also on Facebook and YouTube. You can log on to our website at www.resurrectionspringfield.org. God bless you. Tune in next week. Amen. Those who are here, raise your hands. God is speaking. So, so I need a translation.